Mark your calendars and join all your ACB friends June 17th for the ACB Summer Auction. It's going to be a fun night of friends and fundraising for ACB. Some of our ACB leaders will be auctioning off items such as crafts, collectibles, jewelry, vacations, and food. It all gets underway at 7 p.m. Eastern on Zoom and ACB Media. But you can get a head start on all the fun with the Appetizer Auction, June 15th and 16th. To find out more, get in touch with Leslie Spoon by emailing Leslie Spoon at CFL.RR.com. That's Leslie Spoon at CFL.RR.com. Get ready to get bidding at the ACB Summer Auction, Saturday, June 17th at 7 p.m. Eastern on Zoom and ACB Media. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome, everyone, to What is Active Listening? And today is Saturday, June 17th, the day of the auction. And I just found out that I won that bid. (laughs) <laughs> on the computer. <laughs> okay. So I am here today with my co-facilitator, Anthony Acamini. Hi, Anthony. Hello, Lucy. <laughs> Good and, morning. Yeah. So, yeah. So it is morning for you. Big time morning. It's seven o'clock in the morning where he is in Hawaii. So uh, he got up early oh, to do this. Thank you, you so much. Um, Hi, Brad. Let me make you your moderator. Anthony and I are part of the MAPS program, which is Mentorship Access and Peer Support Program, which has been going on for the past nine months. And um, it is a pilot program. Was a pilot program. Um, Brad, it ended actually June fifteenth, and it was actually a blast. It was a lot of fun. Oh, there we go. And so we were given a lot of different resources and articles and things to read. And so, okay, we did decided to do this call after we read an article that Kenneth Simeon, one of the mentoring team, submitted as a resource, and. We thought that all of you could benefit from what we learned. So active listening is actually a vital skill anywhere in your life. And it could be in employment or in an organization you belong to, uh, to help you achieve your full potential. So as a result of active listening, you can support your team and members of your organization better and ultimately lead more effectively and actually have a more fulfilled life if you listen to people actually listen to what they're saying. This skill can also help you in, you know, your relationships and everyday dealings with people, not just in leadership roles and organizations. So we are going to look briefly at what active listening is before actually exploring the benefits of um, this communication skill, uh, one that everyone should should really try to develop. So 
active listening is uh, a skill in which the listener makes a conscious effort to understand the speaker's entire message, not just to hear it, but to actually understand what someone is trying to tell you. And you as the listener do this by <laughs> resisting the impulse to like interject with comments or questions every time there's a pause in the conversation and also by giving clear signals that you're listening to the speaker so that they feel that you're actually hearing their message. And um, you can do this by a range of different verbal and nonverbal gestures, like, you know, just saying, uh-huh, or, mm, yeah, sure, you know, but not just, uh-huh, yeah, mm-hmm, but actually being enthusiastic, like, yeah, sure, mm-hmm, I get it, yeah. or, you know, something like that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean, Anthony? Yes. Clarifying, <laughs> tracking, definitely. Yeah, because I know some people just kind of go, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's kind of like, uh, you're not really with me, are you? Okay. And you can also, like, um, if you're if you're talking to, like, especially if you're talking to sighted people, nod your head or, uh you know, eye contact, if you can do such a thing, I can't, but I try, (laughs) but at least look in someone's direction and just simple, you know, uh, things like uh, what I just talked about. So in our busy environment, it's really easy to become distracted while somebody is talking either by what's happening around us or by our own thoughts. So active listening is about being present in the conversation and focusing on what the person is saying and not on how we intend to respond to the other person when they finish Mm -hmm. speaking. Because a lot of times (laughs) when somebody's talking, you're thinking, yeah, well, yeah, but I, 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 I want to do it this way. And, you know, I, I'm going to tell him, you know, that uh, I think this way, you know, instead of actually listening to what that person is trying to convey, you are already thinking about how you're going to respond, especially if you disagree with what that person is saying. And I am guilty of that myself. Yes, so am I. (laughs) A lot of times we're just um, considering, I already got what they're saying. I already know what they're saying, but I want to say this. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And and I, you know, that's, that's, that's naughty. (laughs) So what are the benefits of active listening? Um, It's actually... A difficult skill to master. And so when, when you accomplish this, you actually empower yourself to be more effective in your role, whether you're a leader or operating in another professional or personal capacity. So here we're gonna we're gonna talk about six different benefits of active listening, and how they can help you. All right, first, 
active listening builds trust and strong relationships. So trust is a major, major commodity, a major, major part that active listening can can help you establish in anything you do. Um, so you, you you might think, you know, so do people like seem reluctant to share information with me? I mean, why is that? And it's because it's a sign they might not trust you. And people may not be feeling heard when they speak to you, in which case learning to listen actively creates the opportunity to reestablish trust and form healthier relationships with everybody, you know, wherever you might be as a leader in an organization, in your employment, in your family, your, your spousal relationship or partner relationship, anything. Um, Mm -hmm. It it builds that, that, that bridge, that, that, that warmth that of being able to dialogue. Yeah. Because even, even if you disagree with what that person is saying, if you let them finish and you say, yeah, you know, I, I heard what you're saying and I get it, but guess what? I think we should do it this way, but at least you know, you're not just interrupting them and saying, well, this is how I want to do this. You know, this is, you know, because people, they close, they close themselves to you when you do stuff like that. So the second thing is active listening can help you to resolve conflict. And you can be sure that you're going to have some form of conflict in all aspects of your life. And people ultimately will misunderstand each other or hold different points of view. I mean, that's just human nature. You know, we, 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 we misunderstand what people say sometimes. And, and, um, you know, I, I know a lot of times things can get misconstrued in text messages, in emails. Um, so, I, I mean, obviously, in today's society, we depend on those forms of communication over, almost over face-to-face, although face-to-face is actually, you know, one of the best ways to, uh, to listen to people. But it is what it is. So active listening is crucial in these circumstances because oftentimes we only see issues from our own perspective. And we often become so deeply like just entrenched in our own position that we don't even think about it from the other person's point of view. And um so it's really important to have an open mind when you are when you're listening to someone to have an open mind. So um it encourages us to see issues from from different viewpoints and to recognize other people's feelings too and to appreciate them, you know? I mean people like to feel appreciated uh even even if we're having um a discussion that you know might be a little controversial or whatever people people still like to have their opinion appreciated 
Don't you feel that mm-hmm. way, Anthony? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, totally. Um, when, when you're heard, you, you, you just feel like you, you've said something. You, you, you've been heard that, that your people are tracking. And yeah. 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 So, so try to think back to a time when you like disagreed with somebody or you witnessed a conflict between two people. And, you know, when you think about that scenario, did you see the issue from their perspective? And was that what created the the misunderstanding is because you didn't just, just try to, you know, think back and, I I can certainly, you know, think of things. I'm not going to go into it here, but <laughs> I don't want a confession here. But um, but no, I mean, if I misunderstood somebody and I thought I was right and I, you know, and it and it it does tend to create a conflict, you know, when you um when you are misunderstanding what somebody is saying just because you were not listening. So Active listening forms a basis to hear the other person's message and move forward toward a resolution of that conflict. And it also fosters a culture of respect between people. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, if, if you trust somebody, you're, you're going to respect them. Definitely. And yeah. If you listen to what people are saying, you're going to develop trust between you all right and it so, takes a little longer but but it, it 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 creates that that trust it creates that relationship and it creates that understanding which is so important it it is it really is and and you know we're not just talking in leadership roles we're talking everyday life like i have said 10 times already but i i i, I want to keep saying it because it's mm-hmm. true it, it is so true and that's why we decided to do this is because we figured that it could benefit everybody in the community who's listening. So all well, right, I like the, f- the next one that yeah. listening um, ensures that you're, you're um, receiving important information and you're tracking along. And that's so yeah. critical to understand, um, to ensure that you, you've got the message and, you know, sometimes if we not participating in active listening or just assuming that we got the message, we, 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 we may end up being at a different location than the other person. Like, um, yeah, like how I had to um, chat with my wife and she thought I was going to be at one place and ended up being at the other location which happened to have the same name but just because it's to the same name doesn't mean it's the same place (laughs) but just clarifying yeah and if you're only getting part of what somebody's trying to say then you're going to miss that information in that interaction so yeah and so like if you're if you're receiving instructions let's say you know maybe technology training or whatever you'll be able to recall the details more easily if you you know if you if you listen to the whole thing 
And as a leader, oftentimes we have to um, to actually train people to and and to do this and convey messages to others. So it's important to remember details because others are going to be acting upon your words. And if you've missed part of the original message, the the people that you're trying to convey the message to will only hear parts of the original message too. And it could lead to misunderstanding and and it could impact what you're trying to do. So um, it's important to get the whole message. And that's why we can't start thinking about how we're going to respond before we actually need to respond. So number four, the next one, um, it allows you to identify identify or anticipate problems, even conflict problems. Um, So like Anthony said, you need to seek clarification to ensure that you correctly understand what the speaker is trying to say. And this in, this creates the opportunity to gauge whether a problem exists or whether a problem might arise or what they're telling you is a sign that a problem could surface. And so then you can devise a strategy to address the issue. Um. And, you know, you're you're allowing yourself to develop an entire like idea of what the problem is and evaluate all different aspects of it based on the details you hear. And it can help you to discover like an underlying problem and, and tackle an issue before it before it happens instead of just like you know, curing symptoms and then seeing the problem reemerge at a later time. You know, it's like, you know, sometimes we we see a problem and we don't really devise uh, an entire solution to the problem. We just kind of kind of put a bandaid on it. <laughs> yeah, and and at the same time, it also uh, allows you to, um, you know, just just create an understanding of common ground because so often if we're not heard, you know, we, we might not realize that there, there's some common things. There's um, things that are agreed and that we actually, we have a lot of things that are, um, we, we agree on. If we were not heard, then, so oftentimes that's where the challenges lie. That's a lot of times that's where the disagreement is, but def- definitely. Okay. So the fifth one is active listening actually helps you to build more knowledge. You can learn from people by listening and leaders and everybody should always embrace learning and Listening is, it's, it's a skill that supports learning so you can carry your organization forward or your family or your relationship or anything. And so if you focus, uh, it makes it possible to actually uh, gather information and understand different topics better. And 
then you can remember more details from what you've learned. And it also, you know, like I said, holds true with our relationships with everybody. And it's really useful when you're like planning a strategy or organizational change. And it could mean applying what you've learned to steer your organization in a new direction or pursue, you know, different, different ideas. And the greater focus focus will help you to understand the entire thing. And as a result, you can analyze it more uh, comprehensively and um, how this can help your organization or your relationship or your family or any, any, any group. And you can then capitalize on, you know, what you've learned. So the last thing it, empowers you and um it it's uh empowerment like builds confidence if you feel empowered you are confident in what you're trying to do so by listening you you gain an understanding of what what's going to benefit in your organization or relationship um and this will expand your perspective and um, you'll become more aware of what's happening and you'll communicate much more effectively if you do this. And mm-hmm. so it all paves the way for you to, to lead with confidence and, um, you know, just be a better person, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it even empowers you, you know, not, not just in, in, in the organizational setting, but, if you're um, a husband or a, a wife, you know, l- leading your home. I mean, it, it, it just is so amazing how it, it can empower you, you know, to, to lead your, your home, to lead your, your children. But that's definitely empowering. So kind of in summary, then it. Active listening helps you to build trust between you and others, and it empowers you to make informed decisions and resolve issues and become more successful based on awareness and the way you absorb all the information that people are giving you to, to try to, to you know, achieve this. So this is a lot of information. <laughs> that we've just given you. Um, so I think, uh, let's see, what time is it here? Okay, let's um, let's open it up for comments or mm-hmm. questions. And yeah. then if we have time, we have yeah. a little quiz to give yeah. you. <laughs> I know that um, Kenneth might be checking yes, out I a think- little early. Oh. But, okay. Uh, maybe maybe you might want to see if he has any thoughts or wa- wants to share. Oh, absolutely, Kenneth. Do you have anything you need to? Ready? Oh, Hello. there you are. All right. <laughs> yeah, I had a problem. I'm on my iPhone. I'm actually uh, at a place that we're getting prepared for our chapter meeting for the first time since COVID. Yeah. And, but I wanted to join in, and uh, this is such a great topic. Uh, one of the greater things I, I feel I, I've learned through reading this article previously was that I need to listen more, really intently to what people are trying to say. Talking. And Kenneth it's not about senior. me trying to 
uh, gain a response without hearing what they're really trying to convey. And at times we can respond too quickly before someone even finishes their sentence. And then they're saying, that's not what I was focusing on. I was trying to say this, you know, so it's so important. Have you ever done that before? Well, you, they weren't even finished yet. And you gathered that they were talking about apples and they said, no, I'm talking about oranges. I love oranges. You know, (laughs) so uh, it's so good to listen, but we have to, I've sent that out because I believe that in order for us to all work better together, whether it be family, friends, uh, colleagues, uh, as leaders, we really do need to practice uh, listening more, you know, so we don't misunderstand what somebody's trying to say. And sometimes we form an opinion about someone just because of who we think they are. And uh, they are, are not always what we assume. And uh, we need to really respect people enough to allow them to speak and really listen to what they're trying to convey. It's so important. I believe our relationships would be much better if we uh, just purposely practiced that listening more. And I thank you all for having this community call today. Oh, you bet. And thanks for being here. We're so glad you were able to come for part of it. Yeah. Yes. Have fun at your chapter meeting. That's exciting. (laughs) Okay. Thank you all. Have a great day. Thanks, Kenneth. (laughs) All right. So who's up first, Belle? Mr. Phil. Good afternoon, Judy. Uh, excuse me, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> that was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yes, it sure was. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, this, this is just such a wonderful subject, and it's really something that just is so meaningful to me. You know, I grew up thinking, man, I don't think it, I'm, you know, I grew up in a family where we just were always talking over one another. Yeah. Always misunderstanding one another. And it just, it really got to me. And, you know, I, I read, I, I guess it was, um, it's been a good many years ago. I read a book, I don't forget the author, but it was called Bus Nine to Paradise. And in it, then one of the things it talked about was about proper listening and, when it brought out that oftentimes when people, they will listen in in, in effect as, I mean, as far as hearing and letting the person talk, but they'll already be thinking about how they're going to respond. So they'll respond improperly after it's over. And, uh, you know, that that is so much. I think we really have a lot of problems today because there is that lack of active listening. And then just so many misunderstandings and, you know, we've actually, I mean, some of, those, some of those things have actually led to crimes being perpetrated against other people. I mean, just, yeah. I mean, because of listening, inactive listening. And that's what, you know, disgusted me about the, uh, you know, the email lists uh, a few years ago on ACB email lists that email, nobody just seemed to, they, I mean, everybody seemed to be glad that they had email so they could respond to somebody and write something back to them, but they never took time to think about what they were going to say before they wrote it and would not take time about how to <laughs> respond or properly listen to it, you know, and 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 it, it got just downright ugly. It did. This sometimes. It was nasty, yes. That's why so few people posted to it because it was just, it, it, 
It really, it's, it's, it's like, it's like so-called talk radio, talk radios, inter, interrupting radio, no listening at all talking. Yeah. So, so this is so active and especially when, you know, those of us who are trying to, you know, regain good listening skills because of uh, hearing loss and whatever. So this is, this is super important to me, and I know it's. And you're in those uh, those benefits are just so. Good. I've seen it work before that way too. Yes, listen, it yeah. works. It really works. Yes, it does. You are so correct. All right, thank you so much, Phil, for being here and for sharing with us. Hi, Lynn. Hi. 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 Yeah. Oh, actually, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. I don't know which Lynn it was. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's two Lynns. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I, I guess I find myself now in a strange situation where, in my in my former life, I was sort of the quiet girl. I would sit in the back and just kind of didn't want to be seen. I like being invisible. <laughs> now, um, through certain things that I'm participating in right now, I'm into content production rather than just being the content consumer. Mm -hmm. And I have lots of mentors that are teaching me and making me good at what I do. And the problem that I find is that I'm being given um, some feedback that I'm talking too much. Um, Not, not, it's said in that way, but said in other ways. In other words, I seem to, I have this fear of dead air, I guess, um, when I'm doing a call or when I'm doing a podcast. And I guess I don't like those, those silence that, you know, those periods of silence. And I have this fear that, I guess I have this sense that I have to make sure that there's always something happening and in in doing so i think i'm a little bit hyper about it where i'm talking too much um maybe interrupting people without realizing it's that's not something i traditionally do you know it's not something i do by default but Mm -hmm. it's like all of a sudden i'm challenged to do to communicate in a different way that i'm used to And I may be like overcompensating um, by just talking too much or interrupting. So, well, hmm, that's interesting. Sometimes dead air is good because it it gives people the opportunity to um, digest or consider or even create their thoughts. So that that is definitely a good point. But not I, I I not in you know like a community call yeah. or when, when you're doing podcasts because you you want those to run yeah. smoothly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but and and also like in a Zoom situation like we're in now, sometimes with the delay that internet gives, mm. we tend sometimes to interrupt. I know I do without yeah. definitely without mm-hmm, meaning mm-hmm. to, and. You know that that's kind of hard. Um, hmm, that's interesting, Lynn. Yeah, yeah but to, I, ba- to balance, it's a balancing act. To, it to- is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. But I mean, you know, 
certainly in a in a um, community call situation or like a podcast situation, I wouldn't worry so much. Oh, darn it. My Braille display just went to sleep there. Wake up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I wouldn't worry so much about, uh, you know, talking too much because you know you you know you do need the conversation to to run mm-hmm. smoothly mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. stuff so yeah yeah but that's a that's mm-hmm. a good point yeah interesting yeah. yeah yeah thanks this is a great topic oh thank you yeah thanks for being here that's great sure all right miss bell <laughs> I'm sorry I that's okay <laughs> i apologize i know you know didn't know anyway um the first time I learned about active listening was when I was in a, a program called Reevaluation Counseling. It's a pure counseling model. And, you know, then you had to listen to people. And then when I had to just do my 11 interviews, you know, I I did do those, you know, kind of, I get it. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. you know, because you have to be involved and, and make sure that people establish rapport with you and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I'm good at it. Sometimes, yes, I you know, one of the things that people do do, and I've done it myself, is, is you know, get emotional. And then they have to, you know, say something, right? And they lead with their emotions instead of their uh, thinking, actually, oh, yeah. which is a real problem. And I think that that happens with a lot of people. And, you know, I, I have admitted that I take things personally sometimes. And, you know, I do get upset. And I don't like to upset people or hurt people and I usually think it's my fault you know so um, you know so I take responsibility but I do think that um, to me uh, listening to people and the the groups that I run and the collaborations that I have with different groups now that I've been collaborating with on um, uh, programs like next Thursday um, is really great and I love doing that I love learning about different kinds of people I think if you listen you learn things about people that you wouldn't know from just you know assuming things you know you know what happens when you assume things so i think (laughs) that's a a very important thing and uh, i think it also um it it helps if you say did i did i get this right did you just say such and such and such so i understand that they're saying what i think they're saying Mm -hmm. um and my mother used to interrupt me a lot so i get it you know i get it. it's very annoying and it's very upsetting and she used to get distracted a lot. She's not here anymore. But, you know, I think that this is a very important topic. And, um, you know, I think that just listening to people and honoring them, trusting them, respecting them is what ACB is all about. So, you know, I like what you said about emotions sometimes getting in the way because I had not really thought about that. And I'm surprised that this article didn't really address that. Uh, you know, kind of maybe in a roundabout way it did, but not really. And a lot of times, you know, I listen to somebody and I start to get like angry or put off right away. And Mm. that, that closes my mind. And, you know, it's easy to do. It's really easy to do when you're trying to listen to somebody and, and, uh, you know, hear their opinion and whatever. And they say something that, you know, might, might, make you sensitive and might yeah. uh yeah oh my gosh yeah well, one of the things that's important to say is is that you have to be to understand people before you're understood i remember hearing that and that I oh that's true that is mm-hmm. very true yes that's true 
Yeah. Thank you so much, Lucy and Anthony. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks for being here. Thanks. You bet. Thanks. All right. Yeah. Your emotions definitely. (laughs) Sometimes when we let our emotions get carried away, sometimes (laughs) we would put our foot into our mouth before um, we, a good friend of mine said, be slow to speak, quick to praise and quick to listen. And so, so often when we do that, we can, uh, add cl- clarity and that's, understanding that's a good one that's good i like that wow all right anybody else are yeah um i enjoy this topic very much um but i have a question um regarding active listening because i had um a brain tumor and excuse my allergies um i had a brain tumor um when i was 25 and supposedly Um, It has gone down. But the thing that I have noticed with active listening, whether it is um, on these calls, like during like the friendship circles or whatever, um, I feel that I interrupt every once in a while. And this goes like with friends, family, blah, 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 et cetera. Mm -hmm. Um, Would... Um, deep breathing help um, with, with this sort of thing um, so that I don't lose like the patience because I tend to get anxious and I'm thinking to myself okay well when is my turn to talk or because I don't want to say anything in the middle of a conversation or break in well mm-hmm. can I have a turn now or or whatever because this is really hard well it it might it might help you because, you know, I know that, you know, <clears throat> taking a deep breath sometimes will will help in anxious situations um, or, you or know, 100 deep breaths. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's good, Rachel. Oh, shoot. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, or just. Like when you when you start thinking, you know, when is it my turn to talk? When is it, you know, then then you're not listening, you know, you know, then then you're not listening to what the other person is trying to say. And so when there's a pause in the conversation, just jump in there. You know, Um, that's uh, but, you know, deep breathing while you're while you're doing that might help you too um yeah definitely yeah. It, it adds um just a sense of clarity here yeah, um a, a sense of balance but then definitely just just yeah like what lucy was saying just being patient but then at the same time when the opportunity opens up then you know yeah. Say, 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 what do you want to say? And like I said, sometimes, you know, Zoom does, uh, you know, tend to have a little bit of a delay. So somebody might be still speaking and you might think they're finished. And if you interrupt them, just say, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry, you know, and then mm-hmm. just, you know, don't don't worry about it. You know, don't don't stress over it. If you interrupt somebody, hey, we all do it. We all do it. Yep. So, yeah. 
So I'm glad you're here, Rachel. It's good to see you. Me too. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. I hope you you keep doing this. Oh, thanks. Yeah. All right. See you, Anthony, as always. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Good. Um, Great topic. And I have, um, in my business, I have this uh, motto, good communication. It's Languilearn Communications, where good communications lead to good relations. Ah, yeah. And I teach this dynamic communication course with the five areas of communication when you're learning a language and also in, in communication, listening, speaking, reading, writing, and comprehension. But I have two thoughts, okay? Um First of all, um, I just want to say there's value in dead air, and it's hard because when I was in radio, you did not want dead air. Yeah, right. So, so, But, you know, I've noticed as a teacher, when I'm in the classroom, if I ask my students a question and then shut up and Mm -hmm. wait and wait, I get the more thought out, you know, better answers, more um, complete answers. The students have a chance to think. And since I've started doing this, I didn't always do this. Um, you know, it, it may seem like things are dragging, but I get a lot out of, I get more out of them if I wait, if I give some wait time and just program that in. So for what it's worth. But the second thing, and, and, and I have two other little quick points. The, the second thing, another way of showing and engaging in active listening uh, is mirroring. When you're, when you're really listening, when the person is finished, you can say, well, I heard you say da 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 da. Is that correct? And yep. then respond. Because mm-hmm. if you, if you don't, if you've misunderstood it, this person has a chance and it leads to better communication. But if it's right, then you can respond and they've known that they know that you've listened. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing, I need your advice. And then I'm going to shut up because I'm sure there are lots of other people on this call. OK, <laughs> uh, my brother calls me Gabby Hayes. And <laughs> but anyhow, um, the other thing I need some advice about is I really value somebody's undivided attention. And especially with sighted people, I'll be talking to somebody and I know when they're texting, I can hear this click, 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 click. Oh, yes. Or somebody will call me on the phone and they're doing dishes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I know they're not really listening because uh-huh. they don't respond appropriately. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, doggone it. I don't like to talk on the phone for hours and hours and hours. So if you're calling me, give me five to 10 minutes of your, you know, attention. We'll talk and then we can both get back to what we're doing. And and I do that with them. You know, sometimes I think when somebody's multitasking, they are not actively listening. And um, so I want some advice. You know, it bothers me and I try not to, you know, it makes me angry. It makes me a little angry. I mean, I'm giving them my undivided attention. And I think that um, I, I would like to have that in return. So I just want some people's thoughts about that. Thank well, maybe you. maybe you could say like, Hey, are are you, did you hear what I just said? Are you, are you hearing what I'm saying here? Or are you like focusing on, you know, instead of saying, you know, I don't want you to be doing dishes while you're on the phone with me now texting and stuff like that. Now that, that really bugs me when people are texting and I'm trying to, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. unless it's an emergency, you know, you don't need to be doing that. Um, 
And that's one of the things that's on our listener quiz. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, you, you know, I, I was thinking um, some, sometimes that even really bugs me sometimes when we're, you know, in a family setting, some, sometimes we have um, dinners or things like that. And so often, you, you know, it's so difficult to bring families together. And so often you're like, um, so distracted by texting and things like that. Sometimes we just have to set it aside. <laughs> yeah, we were, we, Anthony and I were talking about that on Thursday when we met, you know, to firm up this call. And, and I, I gave the example of, you know, like being out to dinner with somebody or whatever, and you're sitting there talking, 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 and, and then, then you might ask them a question and they say, oh, I'm sorry, what were you saying? I was, I was sending a text. Oh my gosh. That, that gets is, to me. Yeah, that, that, is that gets to me. And you know, sometimes is- when I'm talking to somebody and all of a sudden somebody else calls and all of a sudden they, you know, they get the attention, not me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've been yelled yeah. at because I turned my cell phone off when I'm yeah. eating dinner and I got yelled at, well, you can't, why don't you leave your cell phone? I said, if you want to go out to dinner with me, we'll talk. But when I'm at the dinner table, that person gets my mm-hmm. undivided attention and I yeah, just don't, I'm not yeah. going to let my cell phone do that. But I, I just, I just wanted to bring that up because it is a, you know, it's, it's a problem. And when you can't see and you can't see eye contact and the worst thing is when you get on the phone, somebody calls you and they start chewing potato chips in your ears. I don't like (laughs) saliva. I don't like saliva in my head. So I will say to them, maybe I should call you when you're finished eating. I know sometimes this is a bad time and, and I will do that. And then it stops. Yeah. So, you know, I try to be nice, but anyhow, I'm going. Yeah, I, I get yeah. that. Well, like I talked to my friend, uh, was it yesterday? I don't know. Well, I, maybe it was, I don't know. Anyway, I was talking to a friend of mine and, and um, she said, I'm going to tell you this right now. She said, I know you don't like to hear me eating when I'm on the phone. So I'm just going to tell you right now that I am eating my lunch because I have a meeting to go to in a short time. And, you know, if you want to talk to me and I said, okay, I'm, I'm forewarned, <laughs> you know, cause I, cause I'll say, what, what are you eating? I mean, can't you wait until we're like off the phone? <laughs> yeah. Cause I don't, I don't particularly like that either, but, uh, yeah, so I get that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Anybody else? Yes. Am I unmuted? Yes, you are. Okay. Well, uh, a couple of things. Um, I missed three. I'd like to have that because I was taking notes as you all were talking. Mm. And. I didn't catch three. And also, I would like for you to expand a little bit on six. You talked about empowerment. Empowerment in what way? And one of the things that I comment that I'd like to make is that when you do active listening, it can sometimes help us to disagree over issues rather than personalities and that's one of the most important things i think that we should get into because 
too often people get to the point that, well, if you disagree with what I think, you're disagreeing with me. And that's not the case at all. It's the issue that I disagree with. Yeah. Not you. Well, and, and, you know, that's where emotions get in the way and people, you know, sensitivities. um, Mm -hmm. And, and a lot of times that can get in the way. And I mean, I, I know I've been, you know, in situations where I've tried to, to tell people, you know, someone something, and it's like, they take it so personally that they are not, they're not even trying to, to understand what it is that I'm disagreeing with. You know, it's, it's, you know, and I don't, I don't, uh, boy, you know, it's, it's hard to, um, it's hard to set our, set our emotions to the side, you know, um, and a lot of people can't or won't do that. And I think those kinds of people are harder to, harder to deal with, harder to, um, you know, and, and, and I guess that's where I would have to say, I appreciate what you are saying and I appreciate your point of view, you know, just to, to give them a little bit of, of kudos so that, um, you know, they're, they're not taking it quite so personally, I guess. What do you think, Anthony? I don't know. if I'm Yeah, it, it's, it's definitely, I think when you, it's a, it's a balancing act, but at the same time, providing a, a person that opportunity to be heard. And so often if we just get frustrated we, and don't want to hear, we just assume that our, our thoughts is the way it should go, but not allowing others to, you know, have a dialogue. It kind of just lets, um, leaves, um, things that people don't have that opportunity to say what they feel. The, don't don't allow them to have the time to process. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I guess the thing about empowerment is, I think in this article it means that because you have or can develop the skill of active listening you can build better relationships with people whether it be in an organization or a team or a family or whatever and and trust with those people and so i guess that empowers you to become more confident in dealing with different situations when people feel like you are actively listening to what they are saying and you are understanding what they're saying, they're going to trust you more effectively. I think that's what this article means when they say, you know, you're, you're uh, becoming empowered. I, I guess, you well, know, but you- that was, the fr- wasn't that the first point was trust. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. Um, 
and I, I think, I think that kind of goes hand in hand. I, you know, that's, I mean, that's, that's the way I interpret this. I, you know, like, um, that because you build this trust and your relationships become stronger with the people that you're dealing with, because you are listening to them, you become more confident in your relationships and in yourself, actually, I guess I would have to say. And so I think not, I mean, I don't, I don't want the word empowered to be, uh, to be, um, what's the word I want? Uh, to be uh, confused with powerful, because that's not what that's not what this is all about. You know, uh, ha- gaining power. That's not. I don't. I don't like that word. I don't like power, and I don't really know that I like empowerment. But that's what you know. That's what this article said, and that's kind of the way that I interpreted it. And I don't know if I'm right, obviously, but. Um, you know, that's, that's how I took it. Okay. Thank you for the clarification on that. And what was the third point? Uh, oh, come on, Braille. Come on. I think Anthony did that one, but, but I didn't hear a number three spoken. So I, yeah, I wasn't ready for it. And it got by me. It says that, um, Oh, I lost my place. Hold on. I lost my place. Number three. Okay. Active listening prevents you from missing important information. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Sure. Hi, Terry. Hi, everyone. So I just wanted to say um, about two points about this. So first thing I... I hope that you guys have a, a follow-up session and maybe we can um, practice those kind of active listening skills. I think that would be great. Um, the second point is in active listening, they have um, responding versus reacting. So I'm more of a reactive person. So it's like when somebody is telling, telling me something, you know, my emotions tend to get a, ahead of me. So mm-hmm. I'll react to them based on how I'm feeling. If, if I'm really tired, if I'm really hungry, or if it's a really busy day. So in counteracting, responding versus reacting, I always think about, you know, when you respond, you're, you're able to, to hold on to that control of yourself, you know, versus when you're reactive, you give up that control to somebody else because you're allowing them to control your, your emotions and, and your state of being. Right. And then the third is as much as we like to active listen, um, I also am a strong believer in active ignoring that in every conversation, (laughs) you don't have to respond to every circus or invitation that you're, you're spoken to about you don't have to you don't have to join and participate and um, I'm a firm firm believer in active ignoring as well and active pausing you know taking a pause before um, responding to questions that are asked of you mm-hmm. yeah all right good point okay I wasn't aware of the time I wasn't really watching it um hi Dan 
Hello. So I guess I'll try to make this quick. So active listening to me is something that requires attention and it's very finite. But it builds on the idea of listening, uh, which is something that is around the idea of discourse and conversation. Earlier, people were speaking of being anxious and, and such. When's my turn? That, to me, is a failure in just the whole process because communication is occurring but not dialogue between two. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that active listening has in key is active speaking because you are going to start now speaking to each other actively as well and shorten your phrases and your interactions to the point that you can remember it all. Right. And I'll leave it there. Okay. All right. So we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, Terry Lynn makes a good point. Maybe, maybe we should do a follow-up call where we can do some, um, maybe a little bit of, you know, volunteer role-playing, I don't know, um, and at least give our uh, listener quiz to you all. So um, after convention, maybe we can do that. So, Anthony, thanks so much for doing this with me. Thank you, Lucy, for um, doing this. And um, thank you to all for for participating in this engaging discussion. Yeah. All right. So everybody have a great evening and bid at the auction and have a great convention the next two weeks. So, all right, let's close it out.